Hey, Sankofa Mentor, it's Barbara J. Faison of the Why Struggle Podcast and your meditation and mindfulness ambassador. I just wanted to stop by and say thank you so much for listening and for echoing my segment. I really appreciate it. And I heard you talk to the thousand-year-old first grader, and I thought that was priceless. So I will continue checking out your channel, and I just appreciate you for stopping by because you could listen to a whole bunch of people out here, and I appreciate you not only listening but echoing my segment and continue with your blessings and all the things that you're doing and the edification as I heard one of your uh, spots talk about edification. So thanks for listening and I will continue listening to you and remember to stop, breathe and savor life. Be well, my friend. Hey, Roxy, Sankofa here. Wow, last week. Man, good things don't last. Just like Bud. But guess what? We have the magic so we keep it going. Thank you again for sharing this wonderful content with us. You've been nothing but amazing in supporting uh, the movement. And you know what? We have nothing to do but to talk up. So talk up Tuesday. I rolled up my backwoods. I'm ready to go talk up. And yeah, I'll be thinking about you. And I uh, hope you're thinking about me too. And if you just tell your listeners about my GoFundMe page. I'm raising money to help our kids. So let me know. Um, yeah, and you know, since it's talk up Tuesday... We should talk about the cannabis conference coming up in uh, Seattle this week. Where are you going? What's going on? All right, cool. Peace, love, and thank you again. Blessings and more blessings. Tenko Fall out. Hey, good morning, guys. Tenko Fall here. So I have a topic of today. My friend in on the East Coast is doing a research paper on first-generation college students. So I'm like, hey, I have a radio station, so why not propose a question to my folks, my listeners, on the Sankofa radio? So what do you guys think about first-generation college students? Are you, first in, are you a first-generation college student? Can you tell me about your experience? Um, what was your academic, social, and uh, overall experience at the college? Is it a four-year institution, two-year? Yeah, I want to hear from first year or not first year. Um, all right. Let's see what happens. I'll give you guys my response after some music and stuff. Peace. Okay, so I'm recording. Let's read her first question. What was the teacher's first question that she gave me? Mm-hmm. She says, as a minority and first-generation college student at Wheaton, where I went to, what was your academic, personal, emotional, and social experience like? All right, that's deep, that's deep. Let's tackle it. What do you guys think? Let me know, call in. Okay, let's get to that answer real quick. As a minority first-generation college student at Wheaton, my academic, personal, and emotional, and social experience was rocky. You know, I started off at a really good start. I was class president. Uh, I was very active in the community. Uh, signed up for a lot of classes. Um, you know, I set the bar very high for myself because I was so proud to be uh, the first in my family to, to to go to college. So I really wanted to, to really, you know, challenge myself, and I set the bar high, and I and I really surpassed a lot of my expectations the first year, um, and so I was really excited. Uh, but then I just started to go down, which was me my grades, uh, because I was I had too much activities. I really had to learn to balance how to organize my schedule like this and that sort. 
And I'm so grateful for, you know, uh, the support and, and also the, the mentorship I received uh, while there. Um, I mean, reading is something, it's a bubble, you know, so you get your, your pros and cons. But if you're wise enough, like I was, you maneuver through the whole climate, social climate. Uh, you know, the social climate being that there's a lot of white students and they don't know or are familiar with having a, a black or a Latino or person of color friend. And so the conversations or the experiences is very awkward. It's not positive. It's, you have a lot of microaggression that happens. And so I've learned to maneuver through it. Um, you know, I sound like Kevin Hart, like block through it and be able to see that there is other ways for me to overcome. Um, yeah. Uh, what else can I say about that? Uh, academically, I did good. I, had, I, had, I made Dean's List. Uh, was uh, also, you know, top of the sociology game. And I declared my major and also my minor theater. I was really a profound actor. <laughs> no, okay, no, let me stop. <laughs> I was getting there. I was getting there. Uh, but I really did my research uh, paper in there. It was released down. It was recognized, published, and all that stuff. So it really feel good to do some anecdotal stuff. Um, and, you know, I can say that personally. I, I mean, I made it through the four years. You know, that was the goal so with my posse. You know, you're part of my posse. You know, so you understand what that means. Um, you know, we support each other and we made it through those years. And uh, personally, I felt good to have uh, people that knew me and, 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 and challenged me and also gave me support to, to thrive in certain times of my life when it was really difficult. Um, but yeah, I made it through the four years, man. Made it, made it, made it. Uh, so overall, you know, would I go back and change some things? I have no regrets. It is what it is, but I'm profound and very proud of how I've turned my experience into something, into a legacy. And so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get to the second question. And the second question was, do you feel academically, socially, and emotionally supported as a minority and first-generation college students? Um, Yes, of course, I feel supported. You know, there was definitely uh, different clubs. Uh, I was part of the uh, Treehouse at the beginning. Uh, Treehouse was an organization created by men of color on campus and basically allowed housing, special housing for them. Uh, and so that housing was basically a safe space for men of color to talk and to uh, really share and open up about their uh, uh, experiences uh, being in a sort of predominantly my institution, PWI. My PWI, sorry, PWI. And so um, I was one of the members, and it lasted about, for me, two years, but it was a legacy of eight years. And so, um, you know, so many stories about that, but I would just say it was a, it was a definitely conflict of interest. And the school continues to get into these conflicts of interest when people feel sort of uh, entitlement and also feel that special treatment or uh, affirmative action isn't necessary. Um, but again, I felt that I was supported. You know, I was I took advantage of it. We had a black president. President Crutcher was there and I was like, hey, I'm gonna I'm we're gonna work together. I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna team up because I need someone on my corner, especially in this institution. You know, shout out to uh, the president, uh, Dennis Hano. He does a good job. He does a lot of stuff for God and stuff. And, 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 and he knows posse. And, and um, 
dreams. I really believe that the vision is to always keep you know students safe and, and encouraged to, to learn and grow. So I felt that I felt that love um, because I, I took advantage of it. I made sure that it was there, and I think that we should continue to make sure it's there and open up wide for everybody. So um, yeah, I feel like oh, it's really important for us to do that. Um, yeah, I think from the colleges does support. But in some ways it doesn't support, you know, but it's going to be sometimes I'm like, hey, why can't I find the funding so I can go to Trinidad? I like Army Party now, you know. And it's pretty much about, you know, knowing the right people to talk to and uh, being able to navigate their, um, their schedule and being able to be flexible. And so, um, you have to pretty be on top and pretty much be aggressive when it comes to getting support from people. I mean, they may turn your way, but hey, um, it is what it is. Uh, it's, it's, it's college. <laughs> it's just rural colleges. No, no. Uh, yeah, I'll answer your next question next. Okay, let's go to the third and final question. As a minority and first generation college students, do you think there is anything else a college would have done to support you through your college? Okay, as a minority and first generation college student, do you think there is anything else your college could have done to better support you through your journey through college? You do your journey through college? Okay, just if you got to work for the grammar, not that question, I know. Something wrong with that. That'd be worded. Um, but, you know, I hate the word minority. Why do we keep using the word minority? I really feel subhuman when you say minority. I mean, I am in some statistics, but still, I'm, I am a person. Like, give me some respect, you know. I don't know, I feel the word about the word minority. It is what it is, though. All right. Yeah, first generation, I'm proud to be first generation. It is what it is. You know, my family came from Ghana, West Africa, you know, and they did not have the education opportunities that I'm afforded to. And because of that, uh, and I've taken advantage of that, I should be awarded. I'm, I'm going out in this world to try to figure out what I can, I can achieve. And it's very, really difficult for me because I don't feel like I have the support, uh, full support, from weekly you know, from like parents, it seems like it's only when I'm um, sort of like uh, I've achieved something that's when a lot of people will, will want to congratulate me. Um, but when I'm sort of like in my entrepreneurship mode and promoting and uh, axing and um, sort of um, demonstrating support, it doesn't reciprocation isn't there. And I just want a sort of return on my investments as a social entrepreneur because I feel like, you know, I really do work tirelessly and I do the manual task. Um, my work ethic is very impeccable. I'm a diligent um, scholar. And so, like, you know, I, I, I feed off my own energy and I do reach out when the support doesn't come. I just learn to you know, keep it, keep the expectation going. Um, you know, what else can you say about the college? You know, Wheaton is the greatest institution. I do recommend it for people, folks. Uh, you have to learn how to navigate, again, the social realm of it. Um, you know, like the, the multicultural center, they will have a select people, group of kids that we work with. They'll work with some black kids. They'll work with some Asian kids, some international kids. That's just, it became like, honestly, Wheaton is so small that it became a quota system. So you had certain groups that would get their support. But there was some there's outskirts of people that would just walk around maneuvering, you know. I remember remember Reggie. Reggie's a perfect example of that. He was from Massachusetts wandering around. He never you know, he kept, he felt connected, but he never really came for that support, you know, to go to these clubs, to go to you know, he came once in a while but never, you know. I'm not sure if you remember Reggie, but Reginald, shout out to you. Um 
don't know, but for me, I, I'm different. I'm going to, even if you deny me, I'm still going to figure it out. Because I know I'm coming from a, a place of where I need to get support to grow my vision. And so, um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very, very headstrong and, and, and want that to happen. So my support has been a journey, which has been you know, a roller coaster. You know, there's been some highs, there's been some lows. But at the end of the day, I got mine. <laughs> don't play, don't play. All right. And this is the end of the last question. So I'll call it a day. Peace.